Hello, hello, and welcome to another episode. It's just me today, but I'm also going to be sharing with you something that has made me very, very vulnerable. I have really thought about this episode for a little while, and I I didn't know if I was ever going to actually say this episode out loud because it's really about me putting myself out there and letting you know that, you know, business isn't perfect, of course, but when things go wrong and you stand in the humiliation and how you can really pick yourself up from that, but also the lessons that you learn along the way, especially when you're starting a business. So this episode, I want to share with you how I lost an app the national awards. I was absolutely devastated and humiliated. But in saying that, it completely transformed my business from a business that was just kind of starting. It didn't have any legs to really propelling me forward. So when things go wrong, it is really crucial to look at why it went wrong and how we can take the lessons that we learned and how we can change and transform our business and move it forward from being vulnerable and getting really knocked down. So let's dive into this episode. I'm really excited to share it with you. Hey, hey there, you are listening to the Boss Motive Podcast, where I'm sharing all the tools, tips, and mindset tricks to build a successful business whilst living a life you love and avoiding the burnout. Ever wondered what it takes to live in a tropical paradise, run successful businesses, and work from home whilst raising kids? Well, listen up, friends, as I am sharing my story of how I've done this, along with interviews from other incredible entrepreneurs who are also living their best life. My name is Liz Morris, and this is the No BS Podcast, where I'm digging deep into what it actually takes to define your success and live a life you were put on this earth for. Haven't found your motive yet? Come in closer. We may just have the answer. Hello, and welcome to another episode. I'm really excited that you're here and listening to me again Thanks for being here. Thank you for all your positive feedback and your beautiful reviews. And I'm really appreciating that that feedback that's, you know, letting me know that these episodes are helping you along the way. So today, this is really a very personal episode and I'm feeling super vulnerable even sharing this with you. But, you know, I am all about sharing the highs and the lows and keeping it real because that's how we all learn. And I know personally the episodes that I listen to of other people's podcasts where they're telling some real stories and they're sharing what happens and the wins as well as the losses. I really appreciate that and and they've helped me over the years. So I want to share something with you now that it really changed my business. And I'm talking about my product business in particular for this episode, and that is the National Ozmumpreneur Awards. Now, they've just wrapped up for the year and this year I got to be a judge, which was really exciting to be on the other side of the fence. But two years in a row, I went in the awards. The first year that I entered was 2019 and I lost. Um, I was a finalist, but I did not get an award. That's what I want to talk about today. However, in 2020, I went back into the awards and I took out gold. So I went from being a finalist and winning nothing to then winning gold for product design award. And there was one 
major shift in that 12 months from being a total loser or what I thought I was a total loser to then being a gold winner. And and that's really what I want to talk about today. So I want to rewind to when I first started my product business. And I really, really struggled with marketing when I first started. And the reason was because I had so many years as a as a photographer and it was a business that was I would say marketing was really easy. I was in a small town. I just had to let people know I was around and, you know, people wanted photography. They went looking for it. So I thought when I invented this really cool product that it would be really easy for me just to, you know, start talking about it the same way I talked about photography and then people would want it. Oh boy, I was so wrong. It was not like that at all. I had to learn marketing. So, in the end of 2018, when I first started, I started up with a, a business coach and she kept going on about how your products need to have a story. Now, I just, I really struggled with this concept because I was like, it's a cool product. You know, it's a picture frame that we invented. It opens at the front. You can hang it on your wall and you can put your kid's art in it. That was kind of my story. And she kept saying, no, people don't buy a mattress. They buy a good night's sleep. And that really stuck in my brain because I was thinking, I have no idea what that even means. And she kept trying to get me to pull out a story about my product. Now, there's this really, I really, really struggled. Like for a good 12 months, I'm not going to lie, this was really, really hard for me to, to comprehend. Anyway, so I decided in, we started the business and, you know, sales were kind of trickling in and it it took me a little while to get my head even around the website build and learning all the ins and outs of just going on to being an, an e-commerce store. And I was building up a little bit of a reputation, but our sales were really, you know, they were pretty dismal in the first 12 months. I'm not going to lie. They were, they were very, very slow. And I was trying to do all the right things. You know, I was blogging, I was talking about my product and nothing was ever hitting home. But anyway, I still had faith in my product. I thought it was a pretty amazing thing that we had invented and I was really proud of it. So, in 2019, I decided um, after talking to a, to the uh, co-founders of the Ozmumpreneur Network that I should enter the awards. And I'd seen other people enter the awards before and that's how I, I even came about inventing a product was learning about these amazing awards and, and this experience. So, I thought, okay, my product is cool. I can, I can get out there. And, and I went in product design because I had designed my product and I was really, really proud of it. So this awards I entered, I, I went into it and I didn't have much of a following in my Facebook or my Instagram. I, we were just kind of really, really new, really green. But I still thought I was, I was really good at product design. My product was epic. So I entered these awards and I was wrapped. I got finalist and I, you get this little badge that comes and you can put it all over your social media that says you're a finalist. And then you get to go down, well, at the time when humans were allowed to, you know, talk to each other and be in the same room um, pre-COVID. So this is 2019. Um, I travelled to Melbourne to attend the, it's a three-day conference and then you have the awards night. 
So here I am. I, I let everybody know I was finalist. I'm product design. This is an amazing experience. I'm definitely going to take out a trophy. And I was so pumped because I was finalist. And I went down to these awards having told my whole entire town, my family, everybody that, you know, these awards were on. And I pumped up social media and I was really, really good exposure. I will say that the very first thing is that if you're thinking about entering awards, do it because even having that finalist little badge, it really can make such a difference and get your name out there. So we go along to these awards and I get there and I'm, I'm, I'm not going to lie. I was, I was really confident. I, I really had faith in my product and that it was a really, really good design and, and I deserved product design award. So on the, oh, I think it was the second or third day of these awards, everybody gets interviewed. So I was up for a judge's award, which meant the interview. There's two different types. One is the customer's customer awards. So it's voted by the public. I didn't have a very good following at that time. So I was, no, I was going to do that because I thought that's a bit embarrassing because nobody's going to vote for me. We didn't have this massive following and a heap of customers. So I went into the judges award at this judges award. You basically, it was hundreds of women standing out in this waiting room and you have a five minute interview with a panel. So I think there was three ladies on the panel. You walk into this massive conference room and there was all these round tables and three ladies sitting there and you have five minutes to answer their questions about your business and about your product and deliver all this information and um, win them over basically and share your product. And they're the ones that voted. So three women got to decide this. And yeah, so I was really, really confident. I was like, okay, I've got this. And because I come from a background, my corporate career was very policy-driven and I'm a real strategic face. So I like to have everything, you know, everything is black and white and it's got like this is my old corporate life and being a creative, people don't really believe that I'm like this. But I do like, you know, practical solutions for things. So I like that it's um, black or white and it's gray and it's the colors. And I'm very matter of fact. So this is how I delivered my, my interview. I walked in there and I'm sitting at this table and they say to me, you know, explain your product. So I start telling these, these three ladies that I have invented the first ever front opening picture frame. It comes with a a magnetic whiteboard on the inside. It has an acrylic front safe for kids. Um, it's made from a recycled material and the back is wipeable. This means it's mold resistant. And I went on and I told them all about the features of this product and how cool it was. And they were like, oh, that's pretty cool. Yeah, great product. And I thought I delivered something. I, I was really good. I thought, no, I was really, really nervous, but I told them the benefits of my product and I'm sure they'll love it and no problems. So after this really nervous interview, once I got that out of the way, I sort of, you know, took off my blinkers and I started talking to other women and, and I started listening to their stories and all of them had like back-end stories about their businesses. And I was listening to like people talk, talk about, so there was one lady who had like bamboo plates and she was saying how she invented these plates and that these plates 
transformed the way her child eats. So now her child had had problems eating. She couldn't get him to eat anything. And then when she developed these plates, food time became so exciting and um, he started eating and their meal times became better. And now she shares that. And she really embraced this story around how these plates make her kids eat better. And then when she's on social media, other people buy these plates because it helps their children eat. And I was like, oh, that's a bit out there. And okay, what about the, what's your plates made of? And how do you wash them? And me and my practical brain. Anyway, so I let that go and I just kind of absorbed this information, et cetera, throughout this conference, not really thinking much of it at the time. So then I went in, we went to this amazing night, the awards night, and we're all dressed up super fancy. And I'm on social media saying, you know, I'm a finalist tonight. All my family and friends are back home in in early, you know, cheering me on and celebrating and watching it live. And they came to my award and, you know, they started, I think there was maybe eight or 10 in the actual category that I was up against. And there's only three trophies given out. So they start reading out the finalists. My name pops up and, you know, I'd met all these ladies at the table. We're all squeezing each other's hands. You know, this is my my category. And they start running through the names. And third place, it wasn't me. And I'm like, oh, okay, maybe I'm Scott second. No, it wasn't me. And then first place came out. And again, it wasn't me. And I was gutted. Like I literally felt like I could, I felt sick. I felt sick to my gut. I had told the entire world I was going to be there. I um, was excited at the table. I was confident in my product and I didn't win anything. I actually felt like I wanted to crawl under the table and the girls next to me, they're like, don't worry about it. You know, your product's great. It's awesome. Everyone was cheering each other on. And I was absolutely horrified. I literally got up from the table like a spoiled brat and ran to the bathroom. I was just, I felt so sick. And I text my husband and I text him straight away because I knew the kids were waiting to find out. And I said, I didn't win. And he's like, that's okay. No worries. Good on you for being there. Like you tried and said all the right things. And I was just remember standing there thinking, I've done it. I've I've ruined. I'm I'm done. I cannot run this business. Obviously, nobody likes it. Obviously, everybody is not going to buy it because it's tar- terrible and I can't even win an award for it. You know, all those imposter words came out and really made me feel crap. So I get back on the plane, you know, I I was pretty devastated, end of the conference. I was pumped from the information I'd got from the conference, but I was absolutely gutted. And I, I, the thing I was most embarrassed about really was telling my kids when I got home because I knew they were so excited that I even went for the award and they understood. And so I get off the plane and I get home and, oh, bless my children. They're so amazing. They had all these signs and balloons and the signs saying, Mummy, we're so proud of you for even going out there. This actually makes me a bit teary even saying it, but they they really made an effort to tell me that it was okay for trying. And and my daughter wrote this big speech on this massive big cardboard, welcome home, mummy, we're so proud of you. Um, don't worry, you'll get them again next year. And I always remember that saying, like, you can't, 
if you ever think of quitting, always remember who's watching. And that that's always stuck with me because that's my kids. They are always watching what we do. So I thought to myself, all right, Liz, after a few days of crying, this is it. You have got to turn this business around. Obviously, it was not award-winning this year, but I'm going to be damn sure it's going to be award-winning next year. And I invested everything into learning what I got wrong. Why wasn't my, firstly, why wasn't it selling as good as I wanted it to? But secondly, why was I not getting the the passion about the product and why was I not getting people to buy it the way I wanted them to buy it? And this really, really sat with me for a while. It took a couple of months for me to even start thinking about this. And then I started to reflect on the things I'd learned at the conference and the way that people were talking at the conference and how they were talking about, you know, the lady with the plates and how she was telling me a story about the kids becoming better eaters because they had new plates and, you know, other kids that were feeling, um, you know, happy because they were getting these products. And I was just remembering all the stories of different things. And I started to look at like the, even the big brands and I started to watch TV ads, like we're not a commercial TV watches, but I sort of started to look at them in a different lens. You know, when you watch a luxury car ad, for example, they don't say in this ad, they're like, you know, and it comes with self-locking systems and a reverse camera. Like, yeah, they're the features, but the ad shows you this incredible person getting in this car and they're having this luxury experience and it's all about the experience. So I had to really, really learn what that meant. So I really dived back into my backstory and I thought, why the heck did I even invent these frames? So I went into thinking, why did I do this and how does this make a difference in someone's life? And I sat with this for a long time. And then I thought about what, it, what had actually happened. And, and the thing was, I invented these picture frames because we renovated our house. So when we first bought our house, it was absolutely derelict and horrible and disgusting. And I used to let the kids put their pictures, stick their art all over the walls because it was literally the worst house <laughs> and it would have terrible walls. They weren't even painted. They were like these horrible, um, like a timbery sort of thing that, they use in old caravans. It was disgusting. Anyway, so I used to let kids, the kids write on it and draw all over it because I know we were ripping them out. So they would put their school certificates on it and their artwork and whatever else. Then we renovated the house and we knocked out that wall, which meant when you walked in the front door, the first thing you saw was the fridge. And the kids had been using the fridge and the wall and putting stuff all over it with their magnets. So now that we had this beautiful new kitchen, you walk in the front door and you saw that there was, um, you could see the fridge. So I thought there's no way in heck my kids are going to be putting all their art as much as I love them. And I love all their little artworks and stuff. They were not destroying my brand new kitchen by putting all this stuff on the fridge and making it look messy. That was, I hate that. And I hated the thought of that. And this one day my little boy came home and he got this certificate and he went to put it up on the fridge and it was this ugly coloured certificate and I was so proud of him, you know, as you are, but it just, I could see it in the kitchen as soon as I walked in and I thought, oh, that looks so messy and ugly. I'll leave it there for a week because he really wants it up there. And I thought to myself, there has got to be another way. And that was when I 
my husband and I sat down and we designed these frames because I said, I just want something that's like a fridge, but it's a picture frame. So it looks like a frame on the wall, but it's got a magnetic whiteboard, like a fridge and the kids can change out their artwork. So when I thought about this story, I was like, oh my goodness, this is my story. This is how the frame came about. So when I started really embracing that story about how my little Toby, he loved, he wanted his certificate up on the fridge, but I I didn't want it up there. And then when I gave him his own frame and he could put his certificate in this frame, which was no work for me because you didn't have to, you open the front so you don't even have to do those stupid black bendy things and it would fit in this frame. My little boy was so happy he could see his picture up on the wall. And then I was, it hit me. I was like, that is my story. I made my little boy super happy by this, giving him this picture frame because he felt proud that his, his certificate was on the wall. I was happy because my fridge looked, still looked beautiful and new and I didn't have to have anything stuck to it. And I was win-win. And then it hit me. That is my story. That is what I need to be sharing in order to move these picture frames. And that changed everything that literally changed how I spoke about my frames, how I advertised them, how I, how I did everything from then on, even how I email my customers now. It all comes from that place of celebrating the kids by having their artwork and their frames um, and their certificates up on the wall. So fast forward to the next year, 2020, the devastating year of COVID. This year it was on Zoom, which I was kind of grateful about because I thought I don't want to go to Melbourne and be humiliated again. But this time it was completely different. So I was coming in with a different story. I was coming in proud of my product now, but I'd also started to make some sales. I had traction. I was really starting to sell this product and and I went from like, yeah, this is a cool product that I invented and probably not selling very many to. No, I I love this product. It's I'm selling it. I have lots of customers now and they believe in it. So I went into this Zoom meeting this time. And, and again, there was three judges on the panel and they're all interviewing, firing questions in the in the Zoom room. And this time, when they asked me about my product, I told the backstory of Toby. I said, I invented this product as a way to not have things on my fridge, but also to make my little boy proud that he could hang it, see his certificates and artwork and other things up on the wall. And he was proud of that. And then it came to the awards night and I, I didn't even want to sit in front of the Zoom camera when it came to presenting. And again, this time I was away, I was actually helping um, the ladies who run it. And I was up in Townsville. So my kids were watching it live on Facebook And I wish I had seen their faces, but when they announced the winners, it got to third place again. And I was like, no, I thought maybe this year I had a really good shot at third and I didn't get it. And then second, I didn't get it. I was just about to just walk out of the room. And then I heard gold, gold prize to Liz Morris for Brilliant Frames and Co. And I was ecstatic. All that work I had put in really paid off. And I'm not saying that you need to win an award to be successful, but the fact that I learned such a valuable lesson, I went from being humiliated and not winning anything 
and not having a brand story and not understanding my products and not understanding my customers, that was the biggest eye-opener to then turn that all around in less than 12 months and really transform my brand story, transform my customer journey, transform everything to then be successful in just 12 months. And it and it was really came from being kicked down. And sometimes I feel like we have to get that big kick and that big shift in order for us to really leap and move forward and, and find a way out. So from this um, story that I'm telling you today, I really want you to just focus on if something goes wrong in your business and if you are, find yourself humiliated or not where you want to be, Look at the reason behind it. Don't just think that that's how it is and that how is how it has to be and to give up. No way. There is a reason for everything and you need to look at the why. Why, why did this happen and how can you learn this and how can you take this as a lesson and how can you change it? For me, there were so many lessons taken and, and I often think, if I had won gold that year, or even if I'd won a trophy, I reckon I would have just kept cruising along, to be honest. I reckon I would have still just gone, oh, well, they think I'm great. So therefore I must be great. And I don't have to do anything. I don't have to, I don't have to move this business. But the fact that I lost was definitely an eye-opener. It was like, yeah, Liz, you're pushing up, you're pushing a shitty business because you're not doing it right. And um, to be able to turn that around and really learn those lessons. So I hope that you've learned from this that, you know, to have a brand story and to, to really work on, on your why and why you have, a, have your business and tell that story to people. And this goes the same for service businesses. It works the same. It's, it's about how you serve your audience and how you serve your clients and your customers and what's your story and what's your reason for doing this and and how when people can resonate with that is when they become connected to you. Well, that was a really long one all about me, but I hope it helped. And um, yeah, if you're really struggling with this, I would, I would happily have a chat with you, you know, jump into my DMs, let's get on a Zoom call or, or let's chat about this because this was a, it was stressful at the time, but it's also a really, really good exercise. Um, about learning who your customers are and, and what your brand story is and and how to even do that. Sometimes it can be really, really hard to get your head around it and it took me a good 12 months to do it and to learn it and to really get into it. So if you're struggling with this and you would like some help, please reach out to me. I would, I would love to bounce some ideas around with you. Well, thanks again for listening. I hope you enjoyed this episode and please, please jump on into my DMs. Let's chat about this and I hope it helped. Have a great rest of the week and I will be back in your ear again next week. Well, thank you again for listening to yet another episode of the Boss Motive Podcast. I hope these episodes are really helping you towards building a successful business and a life that you love. If you enjoyed this episode, please jump over and leave me a review because that is going to help me get this episodes out to more people. And of course, I love to see you on Instagram. So please tag me at Boss Motive and let me know if these episodes are resonating with you or if there's something that you would love to hear. I look forward to being back in your ear again next week. Thanks again.